everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Attack Baron Podcast. I am Starbuck. Um, I am your only host tonight, but I have with me some special guests tonight. We have a couple people from our Discord community to break down the patch notes with me. Uh, we have Noodle. How you doing? Uh, doing pretty good today. It's been a nice relaxing day for me. Oh, that's good. Good to hear. And we have the returning guest star, Sour Cream. Hello. I am back. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> How's your recon game? Um, actually pretty good. I have I have climbed up from where I was before, but no longer mid. I'm a support now. <laughs> Moved it to support. All right. Um, I guess Noodle, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself for people who don't know who you are. Um. So for people that aren't in the Discord. I usually like to cause problems by giving a few takes here and there that some people don't agree with, and it sparks some conversations and some arguments every now and then. Uh, I play I play mostly ADC, so you can maybe understand where some of that toxicity slash um, I don't know bias Rage. against. I was gonna say like some anger and stuff comes from. Gets pretty heated a lot of the time. Uh, most people would know me for my dislike of Lux and Seraphine, especially. But there's a few other there's a few other champs on my list that I would have a strong distaste for. Pretty based, uh, though. It's a pretty big list. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure half of the, our Discord server hates Lux and Seraphine. Just to be honest. Yep. Well, I would uh, like to think. I would like to think that I was the cause of that, but I don't know if I should be proud or not. I don't know. I play with OG a lot, and she is straight up a Lux hater. She's an ADC main too, and she's like, uh-uh. If you're going to get Lux or going to take Seraphine, just go take them mid lane where they belong. Exactly. You no, can, they you belong can in the trash. You can take minions all you want in mid lane, but please don't take them when you're my support. Exactly. Uh, it must just be an ADC thing. I think it's an ADC thing. I think it truly is. Uh, all right. So we are uh, starting up to do something a little different with the in-between patches. So we got the big patches like 3.4, 3.5 when it comes out. Uh, we'll still have us all get like a regular sit-down episode uh, for that. But the smaller in-between patches, we're going to start uh, picking some people from our Discord community to come on and uh, go through the patch notes with us. Um, it's a, I think it's going to be a good way to for you guys to get to meet some of the people and to really just talk with some of the people in our community because like, not all the time do you get to see these people, even if you're in the Discord community, not all the time do you get to like talk with these guys and play with these guys. Because like, let's be honest, we all have different schedules and stuff. So um, I don't get to play with a lot of the people in the Discord server or, you know, you only have five people a team, so unless you start doing like custom scrims where you get ten, even then you might still not be able to play with someone. So uh, we're gonna have probably quite a few people. We're gonna try to get some different people in here and get some people from our community uh, involved in the the podcast side of it. So, um, so tonight we're breaking down patch three uh, point three point four a. I'll get it out one of these days. Um, <laughs> which not that big of a patch but they did have some uh, interesting stuff in this patch for sure um to start off they started off with some ranked announcements mainly for the uh due to the season just about being over and season seven about ready to start 
Um, they said that ranked season seven will begin October 13th uh, at eight uh, GMT plus eight. So whatever time the normally they normally drop for you, I mean there'll be a countdown in the game. Um, that's probably when it's going to end. And I'm assuming the current ranked season uh, ranked season number six will end probably like an hour before that. That's how they did it for five into six. So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen again. Um, but basically, they made one change to Legendary queue, where now they're going to put a um, a mastery like barrier where you have to have a champion a certain mastery before you can use them in Legendary rank, which I think will be good. They said at at the beginning it's going to be low, the the gate will be really low, but um, basically I would expect them to amp up those restrictions fairly quickly. I would assume. Um, but this is going to be interesting to kind of see what they do. Um, I think this is just because they don't want people like they want legendary Q to be taken seriously. So they don't want people just hopping in there with, uh, never played a champion before or whatever. And just, Oh, it's solo Q. No one really cares. They want it to be competitive. So, um, they got a few new times, it looks like. Um, all right, I guess I don't know if these are new or not, but it looks like it'll be open for six hours, Monday through Friday, um, and then it'll be open for 12 hours on Saturday and Sunday. So um, definitely a little bit interesting. It looks like actually it's a little bit different for each time zone. So if, if you're interested to see when it's going to be open for you, I'd definitely go check it out on the patch notes on their site. Um, but now that that... The boring stuff's out of the way about the ranks uh, thing. They're going to have a power spike party, which is a new uh, event, which is just a log on event. So it just says log on during the party for some goodies. So you guys have any any thoughts of what that's going to be? I think my speculation is that since it's coming out on the 12th at whatever the regular time for releases is, that it's just going to be a single day event right before the rank reset happens and season seven starts. I don't know what it's going to give, but since it says that if you log in for some goodies, it'll probably just be some small things like maybe an emote or like a profile icon or a border, something small like that. Yeah, for sure. And it's maybe they'll end uh, ranked a, a day early or something, and then they'll have this event and then the new ranked season will start. It might do that. Um, so maybe they'll have a day break in there, but there's always that could be a possibility. Oh, all right. Champion changes. Um, sour cream. You want to take the first one? Sure. I will take Ari. Okay. So Ari has been pretty strong and I, I have noticed this. So they are nerfing her passive which is whenever she gets a takedown, she gets health back. Mm -hmm. And they're nerfing it just from 80 to 200 plus 40% of her ability power to 70 to 190 plus 30% of her ability power. So a small nerf to the base and the AP scaling. So it should make a difference, but overall, it's not a huge change. No, not too big. I think Ari's in a, a decent spot. They just noticed her win rate was a little high, so took her down a little bit. So I haven't really noticed her just being super dominant, but um, I always know she's been a strong pick, so I, I guess I don't 
see her too often. So yeah, um, for me, for me, it's mainly her. Her charm is the scary thing. It's it's not so much the passive, but any anything's good. She was pretty strong. For sure. All right, Noodle, why don't you go ahead and take the next one? Um, so after realizing that they nerfed Camille too many times consecutively, uh, they're deciding that they're going to give her a small nudge up the ladder again. They're increasing her health per level by 5, going from 115 to 120. And her tactical sweep, her S2, the base damage is going up by quite a bit early levels, and it scales off into being less later on. So it goes from 70, 110, 150, 190, up to 90, 125, 160, and 195. So you get a 20 increase early game, so it'll make her laning a little bit stronger, but you won't really notice it as a very big change late game once you've maxed out the skill. Yeah, and that tactical sweep, it's got a pretty long cooldown on it, so... Like, mm-hmm. The 20 damage early game is going to seem like a lot, but the 5 damage late game, you won't feel it as much, I, find, I guess. I was going to say, I find for late game with your S2, you're more relying on that HP percentage that you get when you chunk someone with the outer cone. Mm-hmm. You, you rely on that more than you rely on the base damage or the scaling. Right. Yeah, I can I can definitely attest to that because I mean I, I played Camille for maybe like I tried to try to get her into the jungle because everyone's like oh she's this like god tier carry and I'm like oh cool I'm gonna go you know one v nine some <laughs> some people and I just I cannot play her worth anything in in the jungle at least maybe it'd be different if I tried her in Baron lane but. Uh, it was always that sweep that I was super reliant on hitting because, like, I felt like she was a little bit squishy just to, like, go in go in super hard. But, um, yeah, yeah the, the health back is always was always what I was going for instead of the damage, so. There's quite a bit of cooldown managing you've got to do with Camille, especially in when you tie it to your passive because you can win a lot of trades using that little passive shield you'll get when you auto someone. Uh-huh. If that's down though, you you better be a good Camille because otherwise you might be losing <laughs> a lot more trades than you think. All right, so next up on the list is Echo. So Echo is uh, once again getting a nerf to his jungle. So um, I mean, I didn't, I don't see Echo all the time in the jungle, but maybe it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe he is a, still a very effective jungler. I, I find Evelyn to be much more of an effective AP assassin than Echo is. Um, but they went ahead and took his Z drive uh, resonance down from 120 to 110 percent on the on the damage ratio to monsters, and then the time wind time winder the bonus damage went from 130 percent on must monsters down to 120 percent so 10 percent on both of those so just he's going to be clearing a little bit slower in the early game late game he'll have enough damage he shouldn't really feel it but uh early game is going to be a huge deal i don't know if it's just me but i only ever see echo in the jungle now i don't think i've had a single game against one that's been in mid lane i hardly see him at all yeah. When, yeah. He's he's not a very common pick in my games and for for me personally it, it's been 50-50 split though, jungle mid. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I would have I to do. check on like the amount of games he's played during the season. Like, I'm not sure hmm. if WildStats.gg uh, is still up. I had heard something that they might be going down. Like, they might be taking down their site. But I'm not 100% sure on that. I have to check into that. But I'll have to look and see if I can figure out. If not there, someplace to figure out stats like that. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, that's the only spot that really has some some form of stat representation. Right. All right. Uh, Sour Cream, why don't you take the next one? Yeah, so the next one is Evelyn, and she is getting a nerf to her S1 on the ability power ratio. So it's going down from... 45% to 40%, which I think I think it's a pretty good change. I'm always happy to see Evelyn nerf. She's not, if you don't play her, she's not a very fun champion to have in your games. She's kind of like int on your team, <laughs> pop off an enemy team. So I like it. <laughs> she is very much like a, a straight up like carry the team or just int and feed basically yeah like, do not. It, it, mm-hmm. there's not very much middle ground for her it because you you really need that damage and if you're dead all the time you're just gonna be you're just gonna end up dying more and more so um i think i don't think i think it's basically been like twice as many kills as i have deaths or like twice as many deaths as i have kills like <laughs> never even quite the coin flip all right, Gwen. Why don't you take Gwen, Noodle? So I haven't played very much Gwen at all. I don't even know if I've racked a single game on her yet. But apparently they're saying that her laning performance has not been very good, and her jungle performance has been above average. And so they're trying to shift mm-hmm. some power away from her jungling and into the Baron lane. So what they're doing is they're giving her a little bit more base health. So that instead of being at 610 to start off, you'll be at 660. Her passive, which was the reason she could jungle fairly well, which would give her some some monster damage, goes from 5 plus 5% ability power down to 4 plus 4% ability power. So it's a pretty significant cut down. And then to to compensate for for the damage that you lose against monsters to give her some some boosts in the Baron lane, they're increasing the damage that her Snip Snip, her S1 does. So every single one of the snips before the final one gets a 2 damage buff, and the final one gets a full 10 damage more on every single rank. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty nice bump up in the right direction. Yeah, you'll feel that for sure. I think part yeah. of it is the fact that she, she's a hard champ to play. And with, with the fact that it's a fairly new champ, you want to be cautious with giving them buffs because it could just be a matter of people figuring out her kit and figuring out which matchups she's good in, which ones she's bad in. So. Right, yeah. The more that, more that a champion gets mastered, you know, the, the better they can seem. And if you get someone who's just... If you overtune them just a little bit and, like, the top 5% of Gwyns just start, like, steamrolling everyone, that becomes a big problem. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, for me, for me, this scares me a little bit because I didn't think she was weak before. Maybe her laning was a little, which makes sense for the buff. But late game Gwen, mid game Gwen is so scary. She's just, she's impossible to kill, and <laughs> she does way, like way too much damage for how hard she is to kill. And I don't know, but 
I guess I guess she kind of did. Yeah, she kind of yeah. did need a little buff early. I was gonna say she's got some some pretty good scaling. So as she gets into the late game, the mid game, the late game, those like you know the thousand cuts where she's just like doing a whole bunch of little things of damage, like it starts adding up really quickly with those AP scalings. Yeah. All right, so Karma. They're saying Karma is still super strong even after being nerfed. Um, so they're basically giving her a little bit of a nerf. Her focus resolve cooldown is going from 13 seconds up to 15. And then her Inspire, the non-mantra movement speed is going from 45 down to 30. And I believe the mantra isn't that whenever she gets her empowered. Yes, yeah, that's correct. So, so just the normal one is just going, it's going from 45% movement speed down to 30%. So, um, this is a very, nerf. it's a very justified nerf. And I actually think that's a very good one, especially the, the one on her shield, her S3 for the movement speed, because I think that the movement speed that you get on that shield is just ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm sure. glad, I'm glad they're tuning it down. Mm hmm. Yeah, you could just throw that on a Jinx, and she just goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the combo. Like, the combo of the two being on one skill, not only do, do they does she give a shield, but also the speed buff. It's like, yeah. you can use that in so many ways. A chase down or, you know, retreating, and it's just like, it's good no matter what. You just throw it out there. And Yeah. Yeah, if you have, like, an Ardent Sensor on Karma, basically her shield is a better version of lulu's i believe it's called whimsy like the attack speed move speed buff it's basically better version because you get shield move speed and ardent sensor attack speed so yeah it's like a combination of lulu's second and third skills yeah, yeah. it's on one it's on one skill mm -hmm. <laughs> and and part of the reason i like this too is that it feels very free to just throw out and like a non-empowered shield onto someone yes. but now since they're lowering that to essentially half of what you get from an, an empowered shield it's going to be you're, you're actually going to have to make a decision if you want to make sure you get the big movement speed onto a carry or someone mm -hmm. yeah um all right so cassadin is next sour cream you want to take cassadin oh i would love to take cassadin okay <laughs> so cassadin um he has been very strong, and especially especially high elo people just play cast in. They just they don't die early. They scale so easily, and then they just become a monster. So he is getting a nerf to the cooldown on his S one, which is his empowered auto that give that has extra range. So his cooldown is going from eight seconds up to ten seconds, which is pretty. It's a pretty good nerf because that's a lot of his power in early game he can just farm so freely with that with extra range and not putting himself in danger and then his rift walk this one is a little weird but um the damage is it's going down yeah so it it's scaled with um his ap and mana so the AP scaling stays the same at all ranks, and the ability power scaling stays the same, but the mana scaling is... Is that a nerf? No. It is It is a nerf. No, it's actually a nerf, because you're yeah, doing less you're right, damage. You're right. 
since since you are taking from a smaller percentage of your mana, it's providing you with less damage. Yeah, okay, so you spend... And it, it might look small, but, like, let's say you're just building, like, a Seraph's Embrace or something, and you're getting 700 mana for free. Like, that that little extra 0.5% that they're taking off could be could be a little bit of a little bit of a damage decrease. So that being said, you spend less mana to cast it, but you also the trade off is that you get less damage also. No, so so what that does is uh, basically it adds extra ability power onto your thing per amount of mana that you have. So it used to be two percent of your max mana went on to your uh went on to your uh riftwalk as damage, but now they're tuning it down half a percent to one point five. Yeah. Very, very minor. But so like if you had a thousand a thousand mana, you'd get two percent of that, which would be twenty. You'd get twenty extra AP on damage onto your attack, but now you'd only get fifteen instead. Yeah, so it is it it will make a difference late game once you got your seraphs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit confusing. I didn't realize that it even did that. Like I didn't even realize that his his thing did that. I knew it like cost more mana each time that you cast it, and then you also got like it got stronger each time that you cast it. But I didn't realize that it it went off of how much mana you have, like the yeah. damage. And don't get so me wrong, cool. it's a nerf, but you're still gonna get one shot if he's stacked it up like four times. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna change anything there. He's still gonna be rift walking all over people. Oh yeah. All right, so Nautilus, I think it is your turn, Lowen. All right. So yeah, Nautilus, I I don't agree with this one, but they say that he hasn't been seeing as much impact as they like in higher levels of play. So they're increasing the root duration from his passive when he autos someone from. 0.75 seconds and 1.5 seconds, whatever level you're at, it just scales. And they're increasing it by a quarter of a second at every single level. So you, you start off at a one second route at level one and you'll go up to a one one and three quarter second route on your max level. Which is which is pretty significant. Like a almost two seconds of route is pretty you feel that. Yeah. And oh, they're sure. also they're also reducing the cooldown on his his anchor, his S1, by one second at every level. I don't I don't nice. know. Maybe it's my opinion. I don't think he needed to get adjusted at all. I think he was in a very nice spot. And his identity as a champ was that he locks down a single carry threat on the enemy team extremely well. And mm. he does that extremely well. So I don't know. They they it seems like they're trying to adjust him to be more effective in situations that he's not meant to be played in. Yeah, and you know, this isn't, I mean, it's one second for his hook and then uh, an extra quarter of a second for a stun. So I feel, or a root, sorry. Um, I feel like it's not a huge deal. Like, I think if you're no. a Nautilus player, you'll feel it. You'll be able to, you know, feel the cooldown for sure. But I don't think it's like game changing for Nautilus. Now, Nautilus is just going to be super broken because of this. So. I don't know. And if hey, you you might notice this. <laughs> and it's it's very minor, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just my past trauma from full combos that <laughs> that hurt me. But at least I'll move around the map a little bit faster. Who knows? 
if you have like maybe perfect CC chains, it might it might make a difference. But other than mm -hmm. that, I don't. I don't, I don't right. think it's big. Well, I mean, right, if so... if I ever if I ever get hit with a Nautilus alt into a hook into an S three into his auto attack route, you you just die. You you have to you have to just. You just have to dodge it next time, I guess. Dodge the undodgeable. Flash the yes. Nautilus. Oh, that's what I always do. Make sure you flash behind your team too. That way they dodge <laughs> it. Up. They'll they'll love you. Trust me. It's like flashing into your team with a Cena attached, a Cena S two attached to you. Oh, it's like, exactly. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Pike. Pike got an adjustment too. Um, so he is actually getting a buff, um, which will be pretty cool. Um, but he is also getting uh, limited some of his wave clear in in game. So I don't know if this is. I don't feel like this is necessarily because people have been jungling with him. Like when Pike first came out, I was actually jungling with Pike pretty regularly, and he was pretty good. But then they kind of nerfed some of that stuff, and it, it made him a lot harder to jungle with. But I think this is just for like lane. Uh, specifically lane uh, and minion wave clear. So um, the bone skewer, which is his hook, the mana cost is going down. Uh, it was at 50, 55, 60, and 65. It is now at 30, 40, 45, and 50. So a pretty good, uh, pretty good mana cost reduction on that. And then its damage to non-champions was at 50%, and now it's going down to 25%. So a huge, uh, huge difference there for his Bone Skewer. Um, and then the Phantom Undertow's cooldown is getting reduced as well. It was at 14, 13, 12, 11, and it is now at 12 and a half, 12, 11 and a half, and 11. So at the end, it'll still be the same, but in the beginning, it's a little bit quicker, the second and a half. So, um, cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I like that big. one. I like that change because I think it's nice to give him a little bit of a more forgiving early game with the mana cost on his S1 and mm -hmm. with the cooldown reduction on his S3. So it, it lets him be a little more slippery in the early game, makes some more yeah. plays. I feel like I didn't feel like he had a problem, you know, getting his his hook out. Like I felt like he could hook a lot of times, like he was constantly mm -hmm. trying to hook champions in the lane already. So I don't know if this is like a thing of, oh, he's throwing this out all the time. Let's reduce the cost so he's able to do his other abilities more often. Um, I don't honestly, I'm not sure if I ever really had problems with Pike's mana. So um, no, I think I think the the Phantom Undertow that that is a a very good buff. I guess it doesn't really scale I, in the late game, but the early game that will help him be a lot more slippery for sure. And oh, yeah. I'm very thankful that they didn't reduce it at all levels to have him at like I don't know if they did that I second yeah, cooldown because it's already frustrating if your whole team's trying to chase after a pike and he's just going over walls or just running around invisible and everyone's trying to predict where he's gonna be so yeah keeping that the same is good I like that he's been he's been catching up to my hatred of Lux recently with every. <laughs> Since I play Rakan, it's a little biased because I play against Pikes in lane, and it's very annoying. Every time I try and W it and knock him up, he just dashes out every time, so... Ouch. <laughs> yeah, it's a little painful, but we just gotta learn. 
All right, so last up on the list is everyone's favorite champion, Yasuo. So uh, no. his his base stats got increased. He's getting another buff, needless to say. So um, his base stats on attack damage go up another four. So it was a 58 attack damage. Now it's going up to 62, so extra four points there. But then... His last breath, which this is his ult, right? That's his ult? Yes, correct. The base damage on it is going up by 50 again. So, um... Uh, more the real players. That's what the we real do. question is, though. Is this a buff for enemy Yasuo or your Yasuo? That's the question. Always the enemy. Always the enemy. <laughs> Yasuo on my team is just inting. That's what it usually is. Mm -hmm. So it's a 50 damage nerf for your Yasuo? Yep. That's... Exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Alright, yeah. so um, a couple of real quick things for items. The two first ones on the list are Balmy Cinders. Basically, they forgot to nerf it on the the damage to monsters on the flame, on the 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 small item that you build into Sunfire. So you could just build the the first item and you'd get your 25% damage to monsters and then build the Sunfire fire cape later. So they went ahead and changed that to uh, the Sunfire fire Aegis's uh, cooldown of fifth, or nerf down to 15%. So it was at 25 and now it's at 15. Um, and then the Relic Shield and Spectral Sickle basically now have a thing where it says if a support quest item owner is near an ally that also has a support quest item, the player cannot consume charges with their support quest item. So basically if two, if the ADC and the support both take the support items, they basically can't use them in lane. So um, good change. They, that was broken. So they went ahead and Very, that. very needed. <laughs> I was sick um, of seeing all sorts of double relic shield play and dueling. Yeah, yeah, it was very annoying, and like it was just another thing that you really had to learn to stay into the meta. Like it was supposed to be a thing for supports, but now all of a sudden your ADC had to learn how to play with it too. So it was kind of annoying um, if one team knew how to do it and the other team didn't, because the one team who did it would be so far ahead. It, it was just un unbelievable. Yeah. Um. They did go ahead and change a couple of things on the the um, support items as well. The Relic Shield now grants 120% uh, um, to the item owner instead of the 135% of gold that it used to. Um, and then the minion gold counted towards your quest was at 63%, and now they went ahead and nerfed it by 5, and now it's only 58%. Um, and then the Spectral Sickle. The gold gain per charge uh, consumption was at 30, so now they nerfed it down to 25, so you only get 25 per time of poking a champion or hitting a turret. So just a couple of uh, small changes. They still pretty strong even without the double in uh, the dual lane there. So um, yeah. sour cream, or I guess noodle. I guess you uh, you yeah, really like this change. I'll take I'll He's take the large. I'll take the large. <laughs> yeah. So I think this was go ahead, go ahead. I was I'm very I'm very happy about this change because they decided to buff Solari another time. I don't remember when the last time they buffed it was, but I remember that it was buffed. And they're saying that despite it being a great item for 
caster attack speed crit items and like the champs that would use that such as Lucian they they think it gets beat out by other attack speed items in the later spots for the crit casters so they're giving it 10 extra attack speed from 30% to 40% and from 15 to 20 ability haste which i think is very large stats that they're just nice. throwing onto it and like the only downside to this item in my opinion and so so like for instance i play i play a fair amount of lucian and i've been i've been using a lot of these like ability haste builds where you just combo into combo into combo into combo and you dash every two seconds essentially and this this is one of the items that i always take the only the only knock against it was that there was no uh attack damage tied to it but with the crit and the attack speed and the ability haste, usually you build it like second or third item, and you put it right behind some items that would give you some big attack damage in the front. A lot of people would build Stormraiser. I prefer Essence Reaver, but that's yep. my opinion. And yeah, you, you just... I don't even know. There, it's, it's super good right now, I would say. And yeah. I've, seen, I've seen some changes as a result. For instance, I've seen... One of the people on the Zaya leaderboard has been starting to run her crit caster build where you take like Essence Reaver, Solari, Navori, and you just mm-hmm. you have your you have your S2 essentially on zero cooldown. So you'll always have the attack speed and move speed. Which yeah. And oh. and for her for her especially, the forty percent attack speed is pretty big then. So ah. it's a it's a very it's a very good change in my opinion. Maybe a little over the top, though. Who knows? I think it's really strong. Like, literally, I've started taking it even back. I've even started putting it back on my Shyvana build. Like, just to be honest, mm-hmm. it's just it's just been that good for, for Shyvana just because of the ability haste and the attack speed. Because, like, her ult plays off of attack speed. So yep. It plays off of how many times you auto things. So the attack speed is huge for her. And then it get, comes with 20 ability haste now plus crit. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good item. So... I'm looking at Trindamir mid right now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that's something that you—that's that, something that you decided you wanted to test out a while back. I remember. Yeah, the items were too weak, though. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a very things have changed. It's a very item-dependent um, champion, and and yeah. you need good items. Oh yeah. All right, so Sour Cream, you want to do Riftmaker? Uh, sure. I guess yeah. It was nobody was ever building Riftmaker first item, so basically what they're doing is they're just giving it um ten extra ability power for the base stat. So just a small change, but I think it's I think it's good. It's it's true. No one was building it first. It was always second or third, but mm-hmm. decent item. Season change. Yep. Yeah. I definitely like I think, to build it. So. I think part of it was just it's a large gold investment, and it would only give you seventy ability power, and mm-hmm. you could just buy something like Ludens for I believe it was like a hundred gold less, but it gives you eighty-five ability power plus a bunch of ability haste, which a lot of people would prefer. So I don't know. Riftmaker was good on the the Baron lane AP choices from what I'd seen. Yeah, like the. Gwen and Akali and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, especially yeah. Gwen. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, okay, Domination. 
the or sorry the the rune changes they made one to the lethal tempo um so they said evidently that it was weaker than other keystone options which i mean that's up for debate a little bit opinionated but um yeah they buffed it they straight up just buffed it so it was at um attack speed per stack increased uh the attack speed from 6 to 12 for melee and 3 to 9 for ranged. Well, they went ahead and buffed it by a percent um, for each. So it's 7 to 13 now for melee and then 4 to 10 for ranged. Um, and then the max stack bonus. So once you hit 6 stacks, you would get 30% extra. Now it went up to 40% extra. So um, I don't know. I saw literally like it seems to be slightly overtuned now for sure because literally i was in a game the other day where four out of the five people had lethal tempo and the only reason the fifth person didn't is because they were a tank so i feel like maybe the thing about lethal tempo is this might be a hot take but i feel like it's the adc champions that are weaker the ones that would normally take this rune and the ones that prefer other runes are the stronger ones so maybe that's something to do with that i don't know though <laughs> well right now at the top everyone every every champion in the the dragon lane as far as i'm aware majority of them will just take crack and slayer as their as their keystone of choice because like you you think about things like the lucian that have been strong for so long oh my. and exactly. and like even 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 kaisa has been taking crack and slayer over lethal tempo for for a while now already too and i think i think once they start i don't know maybe this is my opinion too but i think they just need to add some of the other other keystone runes that you might take on pc league that some of these other champs would take instead so like bringing in press the attack or something for lucian hail of blades Blades. yeah hail of blades i've heard a lot of people want that one too Mm -hmm. so I don't think they're that far down the pipeline either. I think now that they've added some nope. extra ones, I think they've probably got an easier time to add stuff now. So I think we'll, we'll probably see a, some more here soon, I would hope. But um, yeah, just a couple more system changes. There was a couple of things that they went ahead and replaced the physical and magic vamp for Omnivamp, and they were on Glennis Greaves, Ma Malmordius, and Leeson's second safeguard uh, proc or second safeguard uh, ability. So they went ahead and just replaced, they they had them say physical and magical, but now it's Omnivamp, so it works for true damage as well. So um, I think that's it. They got, obviously, with every patch, we always get a whole bunch of new accessories. Um, It looks like they're adding some sort of a... I don't even know who is that. That's Draven. Draven? Yeah, yeah. I think that's supposed to be his glorious Draven skin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I was going to say, some silver-haired dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. I never like... Go ahead. I I, I never like those those style of emotes with the the big weird eyes. Like, you can't tell who it is ever. (laughs) My my, uh, my expression is exactly... Like, have you ever have you seen um, God King Darius and uh, Garen emotes? I hate those oh. things so much. They're like the ugliest emotes in the game. They look so bad. 
There, there's a uh, few emotes that I could consider worse than that, but I, I see where you're coming from. So, yeah, so they're adding them into the game, and it looks like they're going to have your ranks under them, so whatever you're... I'm assuming they're going to work like the other emotes. That was like it would spam your highest rank or whatever, so if you're yep. challenger, you'll have the challenger thing under you. If you're iron, you'll have the iron thing under you, so and everything in between. But uh, that's kind of cool. Um, other than that, nothing really. There was, uh, if you saw, um, there was a, a tweet, I think, uh, put out by It's Stewart about a bug where something would happen where basically some shields would give <laughs> negative values and cause players to die, but it wouldn't put anything on the scoreboard. So they fixed that bug. So um, it was kind of weird, but um, there was a bug evidently that it'd be a pretty big deal if you were in game and that happened. So you didn't get a kill, and but you really got one. Like, that would be... Never happened to me. Never it was. Happened. It was. I think it was mainly a Janna thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They did it with Janna. Um. But yeah, it was just kind of weird. Like, um. Yeah. Uh. If if you're interested in that, go watch that video. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. So. <laughs> um. But that is the end of this patch. So, uh, not a super long, uh, super big patch, but um. Like I said, we'll be trying to do this with some more community members uh, for the next patch that comes out. Um, and it might be me, it might be Huey, it might be Fiasco on here, it might be all of us with some people, and we're just going to be just chatting about it. Like, because we like to, <laughs> I like w whenever I'm able to talk about stuff and get people's opinions, like, that aren't the normal people that I talk to especially on stuff like this where the the new stuff because it's all just kind of like speculation and kind of like where people feel feel about stuff so uh thank you so much sour cream and noodle for coming on and uh spending some time to record this i do appreciate it and i hope you guys had fun yeah thank, thank you. you for having thanks for having um, me is there is there anything you guys want to plug before we go um I have a Twitch that I don't use, but you should follow it anyways. <laughs> Sour cream. Sour I don't cream have with a with a zero instead of an O. Oh, it's super hard to find. <laughs> yeah, some some other Wild Rift person I think has <laughs> sour cream already. Really? Yeah, or Popular it might name. be Yep. Oh well. Yeah, I don't have anything that people can go follow or check out or anything. So you can just join the Discord and find me there. And yeah, join us for Friendly Five. Yep. Like these two are always at Friendly Fives. I'm not kidding. Like always. We can always count on them. And Son of a Star for sure. He kind of like runs them now, so or Son for the majority. Um, but you can also come and look at the Discord for uh Noodle's posts, his controversial posts, go argue with him about stuff. I'm sure everyone loves it. So, um, anyways, I think we got some rifting to do, so we'll catch you all later. Bye.